Welcome to the Healerology Podcast. This is a show about healing, healers, and methods to dissolve emotional, physical, and spiritual challenges. I'm your host, Dominic, a student of life, a sharer of knowledge, and a guide to achieving inner peace. The goal of this show is to teach you how to become your own healer, discover and connect to the power inside of you, and live your best life. So, let's get to healing. Hi, everyone. This is another episode of the Heal Allergy Podcast. You know, today I'm with Juan Pablo Carrizo. And uh, Juan Pablo and I, we're, we're essentially meeting on this on this podcast. So there was, uh, you know, a lot of questions, you know, I, had, I was going to ask for background. And instead of that, we're, we're, we're just going to discover all along together uh, each other, and you guys are going to discover Juan as 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 well. And Juan, I'll, I'll share with you. So the intention of, of this podcast it's um, really to give people an understanding of how they can go along, say their spiritual path, their healing path, their path of getting over their challenges. And mm-hmm. I've known in my own process, um, you know, there's been many many things that you know I've looked at, you know, breath work, meditation, yoga, you know, the, the, the list goes on. I work with different practitioners and I've, I've had the wonderful benefit of not too many of those things being effective on me, <laughs> or at least not what I would say in the, in the moment, the spiritual like awakening that like people might want as a big payoff or say, Oh, I recognize that because I, I've seen it in the movie, but I do think what I picked up in the process is that, you know, my spirituality, it's, it's very grounded, you know, you know, currently it's, it's, when I say spirituality, I'm really just talking about the exploration of, of self, you know, taking a look inward. <laughs> so I'm sure it can be uh, more esoteric. I'm sure it can be like very much expanded, but that's my, my starting place with people and, you know, being a Westerner of the Western mind. Yeah. There's a very cerebral cognitive like approach. I have the thing to things that I know, you know, a lot of like, you know, people in the audience might be in the same boat. And um, I do want to let them know that there's, there's a lot more than say, just figuring things out or understanding things or getting to, to the why of stuff. There's really a beautiful exploration to be had just from looking within. And so that process itself has actually given me the most fruit there. So I, I share this with you to give you kind of setup of the intention of the, of the, the podcast and so anything you can share in terms of helping people on that journey or expanding that concept, wonderful. And of course, I, I want to get into everything else that, that you want to share as well. Of course. Well, um, thank you for having me here. Um, hi, everyone. My name is Juan Pablo Garrizo. I'm Panamanian. So um, if my English is not quite on point, I'm sorry, up front. Um, <laughs> But um, I'm, I'm, I'm really happy that, that energy and intention has brought me here to speak in a, in, a, in a foreign language. For me, that's also new. I've been developing like my, my communication and my message in Spanish for the last four and a half years. And it has been an amazing journey. Um, and my birthday was just two days ago, actually. Two, three days ago. And 29th, my, my 29th 
birthday has been really special for me because it's it's a moment where where all the work that I've been doing for the last four and a half years with people has like get has like get into a to a step it could be it could be said uh when you arrive like into a a, a new a new altitude um so is something that i'm celebrating right now hmm. what i'm celebrating right now is that for the last four and a half years the only thing that i knew about what i what i what i do with people is that they speak to me and i can say things to them that helps them feel better and move on with their lives like basically that was my life for four and a half years I uh, I I am I study psychology. I'm, I'm missing like two, two, two topics like to finish my 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 degree. So that part has been interesting, but most of the things that I do has nothing to do with what I have learned in college. It, mm-hmm. It's been it's been in a really uh, exploratory and in my experience, in, in, in experiential way, all the things that I have learned about uh, behavior, about uh, how to be a companion to people, how to help them, how to speak to them, how to give a message that can be understood. One of the trademarks of what I do is I, I can speak about uh, consciousness and I can speak about like complex terms, like in really basic language and that opened for me a really big audience for people that wouldn't be interesting in this kind of topics because you know that for us it can be really interesting to speak about these things i can speak about these things like all day long mm-hmm. even i can speak of these things even though i'm sleeping um but for a lot of people this these topics that we're that we're touching are not that important because it it it, it has not been important in their perception of how, how and what life is until they have issues, until they have crisis, until they have some moments that break them and make them to look for other things. And, 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 and that's a really beautiful uh, experience because it, it, I created like this space of communication that people that would never go to therapy I would never speak to nobody about spirituality or consciousness or my mind or my behavior or what I feel. It created this conversation with these people and opened a new audience for this. So I think that has been one of the most uh, important things that I have lived in, in my, my process of, of, of helping and, and working with people. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you know, I'll, I'll just jump in there, you know, so you know, hearing what, what you're saying, you know, I'm, I'm hearing things that's so like an evolving process, you yep. know, a, a period of, you know, self-discovery, you know, at least four and a half years, you know, likely to, to continue. Um, and I would also hazard a guess that, you know, the people that you're working with, you know, clients, customers, however you might call them, like mm-hmm. they are, they are helping you as much as, as you're helping them um, in terms of your, your own process of, of becoming you. Um, and yeah. 
uh, I, I imagine in the conversations you get, like basically you've accumulated a body of knowledge that largely exists outside of them that, that they're not aware of. And mm-hmm. so you mentioned something like, so they don't encounter challenges or like things during a life break down. So maybe open to that point of time, you know, uh, working on the challenge with things that they've learned as a child or like in school has, has been successful, you know, being in a relationship again, using the model that they learned between like their, their mom and dad or, or caretakers. Um, yep. It's, it, it, it has worked well enough up until a, a certain point. Um, yep. but, but basically they've, they've amassed a set of tools that ultimately has brought them into say like a, a corner or let's say like a, a dead end of sorts. And they have no awareness that there are other tools to to access. And even if they do, they've never, they've never used them. And, and, and then somehow the two of you meet, are they, they, they somehow become connected to, to, to your work. So how, how do, um, how does that connection process happen like do do they go to sleep and have a, a vision one day of of you and and how to contact you are are you are I, mean, you- I think like um one of the things that that i understood about people or, or, or masses of people first of all people are my passion like when 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 you when i were little my friends like like cars like I love cars or I love sports mm-hmm. like I love football basketball I love everything and they knew like all the players and all the leagues and all whatever for me that NBA or 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 soccer league or whatever for me that was conversations for mm-hmm. me that was the things that that I loved in that same passionate way Okay. So it's really interesting my my story with relationships. I really one of my of the most things that I uh, address is uh, relationship pattern and relationship dynamic okay. consciousness relationships. That's what I. Oh, that's one of the things of the most important things that I teach in my in the things that I teach. But coming back to what you were asking me um i think people are really i they have a really big identification with their suffering okay mm-hmm. people know they are suffering yeah. they some people don't know what they want in life or what will be the next big thing or or what i want in a partner or they they a lot of people don't know that yeah. a lot of people but they know they feel bad they really know that and they really know they are suffering and they have get and they have get got they had got used to feeling bad and and they think life is like that yes and i speak a lot about how i used to suffer and i share it in a really open face and without in a shameless way. And I think that dynamic is really powerful for people because they can see 
that you were in that suffering, that same suffering, because you understand, I used to be a drug addict for eight, eight years. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I had a really self-destructive personality and evasive and a professional escapist for a lot of time because I didn't know how to handle my suffering. I didn't know how to, to see me as something valuable mm-hmm. because I had, I had uh, academic wounds because I always had these abilities of uh, social dynamics and relationship interpersonal uh, abilities and, and intrapersonal abilities that were completely useless as I was growing up. And I always had been a really high sensitive male. So that combination made me really weird as I was growing up in the academic and um, and all the situations that you live when you're growing up with your, with your, with your companions at school and all of that. I, I, because I had these social abilities and because I had this uh, understand, natural understanding of how social dynamics work, I always positioned myself in a nice, soci- in a, in a nice social position because mm-hmm. I, I knew how to be popular, for example. I knew how to do, to, to, di- to do that since I was really little. How to be likable. I understood how those dynamics function as a little kid. But it, it, it makes me really bitter because of all the things that I covered in, that, in those abilities. Yeah. I you know, all my. Uh-huh. So, so if I can jump in, it's like in your growing up process, like you, in a way, you, you figured out the game. You know, like, you know things are social. People talk to each other. You know, I, I don't want to be like, you know, ostracized. I don't want to be like, you know, outside of the social group. So, you know, I'll master that. And you have, you know, the skills at least to like, you know, get attention. Blend in. Yeah, blend in. But it also seems there, there is a certain uh, like hiding or bearing of your, your yourself, uh, uh, maybe a, a pushing it aside. Like, do you to identify with with that? I felt rejection. My first inferiority complex was I'm not intelligent enough. Mm-hmm. That was my first, my first um, inferiority complex that I have, and and was one of the more, was one of the ones in my process that was the harder to transform inside of me. Yeah, like. Um, and that that brought to me a lot of pain while I was growing up, yeah. And and and, and created a really distortion image of myself, and that distortion Im- image of myself that I perceived uh, created this result of obviously failing in in the in the tests of obviously not being uh, academically. Uh, looked up to or that people wouldn't like to work with me and academic stuff because I generated that perception of reality for me by those inferiority complex and by my own insecurities and my all, all the things that I was learning as I was growing up and obviously in a system academic system that doesn't have 
a space for a person like me. Yeah. And that, that for me was really, really painful. Hi there, this is Dominic, and I'm interrupting my own podcast to bring your attention to my four-week one-on-one coaching program. This program is for women who need dating results that are different and better than the ones they're getting. Let me help you with all my tools of self-development, spirituality, and hundreds of client engagements to transform you into a woman that dates with confidence and joy and easily attracts the partner that is perfect for you. Dating can be fun, and you can be successful at it every time. Let me show you how. To learn more, go to my Instagram at innerpeaceadvisor and click the link in my bio or just DM me. Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll borrow from, I don't know who, but I think some spiritual advisor says, you know, a lot of times we're trying to judge people as like the way we would judge how a fish could climb a tree. You know, it's... It's, it's not supposed to. <laughs> um, and, it, and the fish does wonderfully well in, in its own environment that, you know, it's acclimated for or kind of like built for. And like, you know, a lot of times like growing up, each of us, no matter where we come out in the world, like we, we definitely have an environment imposed upon us. You know, there's like layers. There's like whatever the mom and dad are imposing on us, other caregivers, culture, country, religion, schools, those type of things. And so it really becomes, I think for a lot of us, actually, you know, some worse than others, like, you know, we're, we're all these little fishes <laughs> saying like, you know, let's let, okay, try time to, to climb these trees. And some of us succeed in that environment. But, you know, I also think what happens um, frequently, the, the people that are the most successful in that environment, once they kind of like leave the immediate forest that they grew up in, or once they they start to see the things that they've been doing to climb trees not being as effective, they also seem to be the least skilled in terms of figuring out other methods of existing. And it is really interesting, Dominic, that those people come to me. Mm. Yeah. The people that could be like successful in that environment when they don't have an instruction to follow they don't know what to do yeah. because they have been being really good by following instructions all their lives. For me, it was the other way around. <laughs> all the experiences that I have lived is to me for find my own way and to know the way of my own heart. Mm. So I have a lot of experience, a lot of experience by following my heart and yeah. doing what actually my essence is expressing in its true way, in service, in love. And when I speak like that to somebody that doesn't have experience that, it's like speaking in another language. They, they don't have like that technology. And it's a slow, uh, pay with a lot of patient, patience kind of process where you teach them how to little by little start listening to them to find their own voice of things. Um, so this inferiority complex obviously developed in certain kind of things. And I, I was like hypersensitive when I, when I get into my teenage years, it just developed and, 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 and make it, it creates more intensity. And it was really hard growing up with that level of, of, of sensibility and also being a, a male, 
and uh, like crying a lot and uh, couldn't like hold on my emotions. And I, and I feel like always like flooded by them. Mm-hmm. And I used to think that that was a, a curse for a lot of time. Uh-huh. And when I, when, I, when I smoked weed for the first time when I was 15, I didn't smoke weed because I liked it. I smoked weed because it, makes, it made me feel less mm. of what I naturally feel. Yeah. It, it just calmed, calmed everything down. And in that moment, I understood that I, I could just being evasive. And now I have tools that I can be evasive with because I'm not saying that like drugs are, are necessarily bad. I think everybody must experience whatever they want to experience. I have experienced a lot with them and I have seen their things that are valuable in those experiences. And I have seen like the worst phase of them also. So that was really intense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For me, and, and for me, Dominic, it was um, that escapist natural naturality that I, that I could achieve by doing drugs, by partying, by sex, by all what that was my 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 growing up years, like since I was sixteen to since to when I was 23 years old, um, it was like that chaotic, uh, wandering, uh, just get lost experiences that I, that I lived in those moments. Yeah, and and um, t- tell me, so I, I, I understand, say, like, you know, the desire or like the, the comfort of, you know, picking up things that would help, help you feel less. What, what was the moment or when were the moments where that, that actually became ineffective for you? It, it started to, to not work and you realized, oh, like I, I got to switch, switch things up because there also seems like, you know, you yourself needed new tools or, or new methods. Yeah. Existing. It, it was a moment where, where I have this, um, I mean, I used to, 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 how how can I say when you when you're juggling, like mm-hmm. I was juggling with with all my my escapism tools for a lot of time, until until the effect was gone, and I I I found myself in a position of just running from myself, running and running for myself, and, and it's pretty interesting that all this running come comes from that I couldn't accept myself and yeah. I wasn't, I, and I wasn't likable in my own eyes because I was shown in the ambient that I was living school and all of that, that I wasn't um, adequate for things. And, and, and obviously, and knowing that I kind of, kind of a weirdo and I'm like a really different guy and I'm really sensitive and I also have my uh, really developed femininity and all that stuff. And I know a lot of things about uh, feelings and I'm paying attention to things that people don't pay attention that make it a little hard for me in those, in, in those 
years. Um, it was a moment where, where uh, dark things start to happen. Like it wasn't, it wasn't just like uh, partying no more. It was like weird experiences, like waking up in strangers' people's house. Uh, it was like being like barefoot walking in the street or like having like uh, blackouts. And then I was like crying outside somewhere and the weird stuff just started to happen. And I understood that, okay, this is not fun anymore. Like it was, it was not fun for a lot of time, for, for a long time, but that was like the cherry on top of everything. And, 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 and so tell me, it, it's, it seems like you, know, you, you had like a history growing up. You, know, you, you felt a lot and yeah. then you tried things as, okay, well, let me distract myself from this. Let me feel less, you know, let me numb to a certain extent. Yeah. So, you know, it sounds like, you know, eventually you, know, you got to the other side of that, but I'm, it seems like a contrast to the process of what you're helping, like say a lot of other people with right now, because you're coming from maybe feeling too much and you have to, you know, bring it to a level where you have like a balance with the world. But it seems like maybe a lot of people that are coming to you, it seems maybe they're feeling too little and you're trying to awaken them to maybe feeling more to being less head centered, more heart centered. How, explain uh, the, the contrast of, of those two, if you would. Okay, for, for, for speaking about that, I need to share with you what happened when I was in rehab. Mm -hmm. Obviously, everything exploded, and I decided that I wanted to go to rehab. And for me, rehab was a really interesting experience. Um, because Rehab was the first time in eight years that I was, was brave enough to start feeling my emotions again in a controlled space. It wasn't easy at the beginning, but when I was like three months sober, um, I, I, there was like this guy uh, called uh, Luis Paulino that was like this... Uh, recovered drug addict that it was amazing. Like the guy could speak to you and you could fall crying like in three seconds. Like he just knew how to speak to you. He was amazing. And I remember one time I was smoking a cigarette there in the rehab and I was speaking to him and he was like making therapy for me and I just couldn't stop talking. And I spoke like for two and a half hours without shutting myself up. And he was like in shock about the speed of how I was speaking. And, and he told me, he was in shock because of the energy of, of what was going out of me. Mm -hmm. And he was like, if you, like, if I couldn't see how everything that what you're saying is completely and perfectly connected and entangled in a way, almost that like you have written a script, I would think you're having like a, a psychotic breakout right now. Hmm. And I understood that that was my superpowers that I had when I was little that were like just going out again. Because um, I have the same intensity of feeling. I, I feel more right now. 
but I have worked on on the things that couldn't make me accept that in a way that was beneficial for me. I learned how to how to swim those waters now, and I'm happy as I as I feel because my sensitivity is what what makes me a great person that you can work with. It's my 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 perfect it's, it's my perfect tool yeah it's, it's how i connect to people it's how i feel it's how i see them and, and 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 i have worked a lot these last four years to make that the most healthy balanced and chirurgically effective that i can and i show that that high high because i, I think it's a it's a it's a developed state of that Um, that have reached a developed state of that. And, and, and from there, I teach things to people and, and they start like knowing that it can happen, like knowing it can be possible to have a new uh, reality, a new feeling reality of things. So that contrast has been uh, really cool because I just need to adjust that feeling dimension in me to share with the person in its own level of consciousness. And it's really beautiful. I don't think uh, there's something wrong to have a low level of consciousness. I think people are in their own way and they're learning what they need to learn. And we as facilitators, we just embody that and help them in the way we can, if they are willing to accept that help. And also I wanted to share something really short, uh, Dominic. It's not just how you teach them about uh, their own um, obstacles or uh, challenges. It's how you walk the way. It's not just a challenge. It's how you are walking that way. Okay. I expand on, on that a bit. So I, I, I get the piece where like, you know, you're talking, you're teaching, guiding. Uh, what, what component of that... Our, our, your help, um, you say, is, is walking away. Expand on that, please. For example, we have an identity. When we are entering into this spiritual, um, uh, emotional, uh, intelligence, uh, development, human potential thing that we practice in our own way, we have, for example, a lot of idealization of how the process must be, for mm -hmm. example. And people get a lot of frustration of how they think the process must be. Yeah, it's I gotta look them. a certain way. Huh? It's got to look a certain way. Yeah, it's got, it got to look a certain way, exactly. And they think I have a lot of experience in these things and they see how I associate with my own process. They see how I am compassionate to myself. They see how I, I try to let loose the best that I can or not judging myself or letting me feeling what I'm feeling. And that, that teaches them more that I say, you need to do this. No, they see in my own practice and they start just like emulating and to see what happened. Okay, this guy that is working his ass off all day long about development and growing and, and being better like every day, This guy is not judging himself. This guy is trying to be compassionate to himself. Um, this guy is letting himself be. Because people 
come to me with a lot of chaotic stories. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the compassionate way I speak to them, it's not that serious. Yeah, I love that. It's, it's, not, it's not that serious. <laughs> it's, not, it's not that serious. You think it's really serious, but it's not that serious because... Yeah. It, 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 uh, okay, I'm, I'm, I will be like a, a certi- uh, certified psychologist like really soon. So I cannot say actually that it's not serious like your issues. Okay, they are all, co- they have complexities in itself. And I understand that. But they're not that serious in a spiritual uh, fo- focus. Why? Because when you understand that you actually are learning that is what you're doing right now. And if you are not living those challenges, you cannot learn. But when you don't know you're learning because you're, you don't know you're a student of life, you're a student of the way of life, and you don't know that because it had never, that concept never has been presented to you in your life. Um, you will just be identified with the challenges that you have and how much you're suffering because of how God or the universe is evil to you. Yeah, I actually liken that to, it's kind of like when you, the way you see like adults and children interact, you know, you might see like, say like a a child, you know, with some ice cream and he's looking at the ice cream falls on the floor and and his world ends at that moment. You know, he no longer has ice cream. People are making fun of him. Uh, He can't get any more. Um, It tastes really good, you know, like. Maybe people are thinking like, you know, he's stupid. He wasted it or something. So he, he's going through like this deeply traumatic moment. And like, let's say just a, a, a caring brother is looking at him and realizes exactly what you said. It's it's not that serious. You know, like the, the, the only thing that's happening is like you don't have the ice cream. Like, you know, it's, we, we can definitely get through this, you know, and it, it may not be the solution you're immediately thinking about. But like, trust me, you'll get through this. And when you, you were talking about levels of consciousness, you know, that image came up at the same, same time because from what, the way I look at levels of consciousness, whatever level you're at, like you can see the level that you're on, maybe, maybe you can perceive it. And if you have a certain, I guess, level of development, you can see the level, say, we'll use the term below, like and maybe where you've come from. But the problem is, is you can't, you can't see above you can't see in those higher levels of consciousness at higher levels of consciousness, you know, there's, there's more tools and there's more perspectives and there's more ways to navigate that are not available to you. And, you know, as you were speaking, I was imagining that you're coming from that higher level of consciousness to actually work alongside people and like, you know, they can understand that, you know, where they're at because you can completely capture it you're a large enough container to hold it. And then you can also help them maybe at least glimpse or see those higher levels of consciousness because you've been there. Of course. And it's perfectly on point what you're saying. You can, I, can I, I'm gonna sh- uh, uh, share with you something that I understood like three days ago. Yeah. When you are getting into higher levels of consciousness, you don't get more intelligent. <laughs> Actually, you don't get more intelligent. What happens is like things just get more obvious. Yeah. It's not that you're getting more intelligent or, or, or wise. It just things are starting to be more obvious for you because what is obvious is a function of your own consciousness. 
Yeah. And that's how you can see how things move and how symbols and you can like catch them in the air. And um, it's, 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 it's pretty cool that my name, my, the, the, the name of my project is called The Old Child, The Old Kid, The Niño Viejo. Mm-hmm. And is is and that symbol is something that I've been really, really working on. Uh, in my first program that is called Clarity 360, that I've been working with 300 people now. I'm doing my last uh, of the year, right? Like next week. Um, I start working inner child. Inner child is my new passion for this okay. last year. for my my last year because we all are all children Mm -hmm. all of us yeah and i I go so far as to say like i i don't think i've met any adults out there but i i I have met a lot of grown children (laughs) yeah completely and and i and i and i in in this process that i do it's like people when they come to me they think that i'm gonna help them with their problem with their couple, but when they know me, they will understand that the last of their issues is their couple. Yeah. For example. Yeah. And, and I, 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 the first exercise of Clarity 360 is you to write your life story. And it can sound really simple. Like what had, what, from where you come from, like for people doing that is something so powerful so powerful and they will see where 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 they are um doing a repression where they are evading where they are in pain and they start just doing writing for the first time that is really powerful um powerful exercise uh we're speaking about people that have never they don't know they can even speak to themselves they don't know they can actually speak to themselves. They don't know. It. Yeah. And, yeah. and that just showed me how, we, how our society has become so unaware of itself. <laughs> and, uh, um, Could you expand on that a bit? I mean, it's like they don't know where, where they can speak to themselves. So we, we all know we can, we can speak to someone on the bus. We can speak yeah. to someone we work with. We, we can speak to our okay. partner. So okay. what do you mean, like, we can speak to ourselves? Okay. Everybody, like, I think like, this self-love uh, wave, uh, new wave that everybody speaks about self-love. First of all, I think not a lot of people know what that means, in my own opinion of things. Uh, because there is this, like, uh, um, mainstream, commercial, kind of accessory, uh, pink, fluffy self-love vibe mm-hmm. that self-love vibe that I think is more like a fashion than a practice and that's okay I think, I also think it's a good fashion because it's a nice fashion, yeah it's a nice fashion, yeah. okay, I, I'm not criticizing but if you want to uh, get through that a dimension of aesthetic, just aesthetic self-love and getting to true 
inner shadow transformative work, you need to grow up a little. Mm. Because self-love can be really painful to achieve at the beginning. Really, really, really painful. Why? Why? Obviously, if we have been disconnected from ourselves for so much time, why did you disconnect from yourself at, to begin with? What I have seen with people is like they have like this kind of divorce of themselves. And if you divorce, it was because there was, there was a conflict. Mm -hmm. And you think it can be because your daddy, your dad was uh, abusive or your mom was uh, not present or nobody told you that they loved you or a lot of things about your family issues that people have. And when I do my, my group work, people understand like, okay, I'm not the only person that have this crazy family dynamic. I'm not an alien. And, okay. and, and stories of people can be really... That, that, that is one of the most important things about group work is because maybe for the first time in your life, you realize like you're, you're not alone. Like yeah. other people, wait, no, everyone has some incredible story about how they disconnected from themselves, yeah. of how they, they, were, they were not taken care of, but they weren't loved. And, you know, it's the most surprising thing about the group work is how unsurprising yeah. the, the, the level of, of, of pain that people go through when they're younger and, and, and not realize it at the time. And it's impressive how what somebody is speaking, the other one is finishing and how the other starts speaking and how the other finished what he was saying. And it's amazing how the energy just moves in those places. It's amazing. I love group work. Yeah. For me, it's, it's amazing. Um, so if your dad reject you, that would be a really big wound, okay? Rejected you but it will not be as big as the one that happened when you start rejecting yourself because of that first rejection. I work first with that. After going, uh, before going to dad, before going to mom, before to go to dynamic abuse, all of that, yeah. I first go, how do you feel for yourself? Yeah. And it's, it's that original moment because at some point that, that conflict, you know, someone essentially was telling you this part of yourself is not acceptable. Yeah. And, and so you're saying, okay, well, what I'll do is I'll discard that part of myself. Like I won't, I won't love that part of myself because that part of myself is not lovable. Of course. And, and then, you know, you get into the pain of, of what you're talking about, why it is so hard to go back and love these part of ourselves because this these are, are things that we started to not value and just to say it, it it isn't us like how can we love these things that are actually we think are hateful are that are like other people they will not like us if they see it or if we expose it yeah and and that will create conditioned realities in your relationships too with that same uh, 
with that uh, hidden parts of myself that I wouldn't accept the humanity of the person that I have in front of me either. You know, I, I want I want you to like do a deep dive in that relationship side of things. I have a sweet spot for that as, as well um, because, you know, people will show up and they'll say like, I'm having this issue with, with my partner. And, yep. you know, I'm, I pretty much here at this point, I'm having this issue with myself. <laughs> yeah, um, of course. But, you know, it's, it's, it's just the look on people's faces. Like I, I felt sometimes people, you know, have wanted to just kind of like, you know, throw me out the, the window when I, when I'd say, okay, but do you, do you see how you're the source of this, of this conflict, you know, and it, I've tried to be gentle and everything else, but they're just not, they're not having any of it. You know, they're saying, well, no, it's like, it's, it's, she's causing it or he's yeah. causing the problem. Of course. And, and, it's, and it's completely like that. And um, what, what I do with this uh, little children, little psych, these children in the psyche that people have, is I create this moment when, when I can get them into the exact, exact moment where those wounds were created. Mm. And I create with them a conversation of their conscious self with the, that little kid. And it's, it is one of the most powerful and beautiful things that I've ever seen in my life. Why? Because we, like one of my, of my teachers is a guru that is called Avatar Adida Sandras. That, that is the teacher of my teacher, of, that's the teacher of the teacher of my teacher. Gotcha. So Adida is the guru that shared about something that is called the pattern of relationships, the total pattern of relationships. And I've seen how when people enter into that point where that original wound started, I see how from that original wound, all this mandala of, of this uh, distortion ways of getting relationships with everything, because everything in life is a relationship, everything with yourself, with life itself, with work, with sexuality, with money, with everything is a relationship with masculine, with feminine. And I've seen how when that just conscious act of I'm gonna take care of this part of me from now on, I see how that mandala start changing immediately. Mm. Immediately is insane. And it's like something just ignites in them because it was the first time when they learned how to hate themselves. Yeah. And that, that is so beautiful, Dominic. So, so beautiful. Yeah. And, and that is what I do in the, first, uh, in the first program. In the next program, I do a relationship with masculine and mom, relationship with feminine, with relationship with masculine and dad, relationship with feminine and mom. Okay. And, and, and that's how I like start just uh, share with, sharing with them how to raise their consciousness about healing these things that are just like uh, shackles that they cannot develop. Yeah. And so your, your Clarity 360 is the first program. Yeah. 
and, and you get into the healing the masculine film with mom and dad and in, in, in the second in the, in the advanced yeah yeah it's kind of like you have to bring them to a space where they at least have sufficient awareness and sufficient yeah. healing before you take them to like in, in a more advanced level yeah it's it gets be really it's be really really hardcore if they don't do, do the first one and the first one is quite difficult yeah. it's, it's it's quite hardcore and, and I think the way that I, that I teach, because um, in English, I sound a little bit more gentle. In Spanish, I can, I can, I can be, I'm really incisive. Like, yeah. I, I speak how I need to speak. Yeah. It's not, it's, it's, it's something I have been like uh, polishing with years. I used to be like, I used to say like a lot of uh, uh, bad words. And and now I use and I can communicate this architecture that I know how, when to do something in a specific moment. You, like you've, I knew, you've gone maybe from being a uh, like a, a butcher in a meat shop to like a, a surgeon in an operating room. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly like that. Yeah. And and it's really it's really powerful because my job is to be like a, a bigger brother for them. So I can be really, sometimes I need to put in order some things because I'm the one that is holding the space. Like for example, I need to be protecting all the integrity of all the people. I need to create a space where there's no judging. I need to create a space where there's no shame. I need to create that space. And I'm like the guardian of that space. So is my rules. And we're gonna play in my rules. So this can be protected for us, yeah. for example. But I, I've been, I'm going to be hard enough so I can break what I need to break in you and I, will, and I will be gentle enough to hold you at the same time. And for me, that's like my art. I know how to shift myself into what I need to be in that moment because I also shift myself to the ego of the person that I'm speaking. Because if there is a person that doesn't speak nothing because he's like this, I need to be a certain way. And it's something that is like a loud mouth and, and somebody that wants to be the center of attention, I need to change also with that person. And I change specifically with the ego of the person that I have in front in a really quick way. Yeah, yeah. You you become you become the tool that's needed yeah. based upon like the, the, the ego that you're you're engaging with. Yeah. Yeah. You 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 mentioned um, something a bit offline that I actually like like to bring in here because you know, okay, yes, you're working with clients. But your clients have benefited so much from you because of the work that you've done with yourself. And yeah. so you mentioned that, you know, you've been figuring yourself out over the past four and a half years. Some of the things that have come out of that, of figuring yourself out, have been some programs for other people, say like the Clarity 360 and your advanced program. Um, share more on this, you call it like a, a museum concept. Like you, you yourself, our work of art and you say that you're understanding the curation process of yourself, but you're, you're also wanting not only to figure out that piece for yourself, but you also want to wake people up that they too are their own works of art that they're developing through life and that they're assembling like their, their own pieces and can actually open up their own museum and offer that to, to other people to, to step in, to walk around. It's beautiful when you know that you say. <laughs> well, I'm just repeating the words that, that you, you you said, you know. So, but uh, yeah, I it is beautiful what you're saying, and that's that's why I want to give you the opportunity to expand on it because 
I, I really enjoy, it's just that reverence for self. Um, yeah. And, you know, I, I'll share with my clients if they're, they're ready for it. I'll, I'll tell them like, you know, you, you are God. I'm, I'm speaking to God. You know, so that's, that, that's the whole purpose of us being here. And like some of them, like, they're just so far away from, from owning that. But it's like, I see similarity and parallels when you approach yourself, like, you know, I'm, I'm a work of art, you know, I'm, I'm, I am a, a museum, not from a place of, of ego or self aggrandizement. It's just really from a place of truly seeing and understanding yourself. Yeah. And um, because so you can have that for you to become bright, you need to understand the work that you are. And to look yourself into in that love dimension, so that love dimension just can shine from the inside to everything outside of you. And I don't want to speak as somebody that thinks that is enlightened because I'm not, I'm really far away from realis from realization. I need to work a lot for that. A lot. I've been working a lot of lives for that. <laughs> so I'm not speaking in, a, in an enlightened position. I, I, I just speak as somebody that that lives the process and that I accept the darkness that I live and that I accept the things and, and, and sometimes shameful and clumsy process that I need to live. So me to get better. And I, and I, and I have, and I have get, get, I have got better accepting that in a more freer way. And, and it's, it's much better because you do, I used to be really dogmatic with my things like, Everything yeah. so straight, spirituality, straight spirituality. I used to be like that. You're, you're, and, you're Virgo, right? Yeah. Yeah. A, a, a Virgo would be that way, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I also, my ascendant is Libra, so I have all this social consciousness, natural social consciousness. Yeah. And um, this concept that, I've, that, I, that I shared with you about the museum is... is I didn't create it. It was something that happened. To be completely honest, Dominic, I couldn't pinpoint what I was doing the last four and a half years. Mm -hmm. I couldn't say like, this is what I do. I mean, I know about a lot about emotional intelligence. intelligence. I have a lot of experience by going through hell. I know about addiction. I know about uh, social dynamics. I know about intra and interpersonal. Uh, intelligence. I, I I have a spiritual foundation. I have studying uh, religions. I've studied alchemy. I have. I know how to move energy. I know how to clean. I know how to do a lot of things. But I don't know what is what I do. And also, I, I I have a psychologist degree. Yeah. But I don't consider myself a psychologist. I mean, I studied psychology. <laughs> I think I I have my own concept of what I do but I didn't knew how that's, that was like, this is what I do. And that is happening with my 29th birthday. That was what I was speaking to. That's my gift. 
And the gift is that finally I understand that what I do is I live my life as art. And I address my process as an artist with all the things that that can convey. And I am a, cu a curator is somebody that creates the exposition and the experience that you have in the museum, how everything is exposed. So there is the, the artist and the curator. Yeah. And I understand that I show that art to people and I help them to wake up that artist and also how to, they can become curators of their own process of how they ex expose themselves with art, with truth and without shame. Yeah. So, so this museum that I had created by itself, by consciousness, by just working my ass off <laughs> for four and a half years, it just showed me like why I'm seeing so much art everywhere. I'm also a singer, a musician. I, I all, all, all my life had artistic aptitudes also. And um, I just started like seeing visions like all this art and all this concept. And I, my, my sister is an artist and, and she created like all this new concept, visual concept of what is the, the El Niño Viejo now in its mature form. And this museum like the MoMA or these beautiful museums just, or these European museums just start like popping up. And I was like, why am I surrounded by art? Why am I surrounded by art? And what I understood is because that I am what has been exposed in this place. Yeah. I am the masterpiece. Yeah. It's, it's, and, when, and when people enter into the museum that they think is mine, it's not mine, it's yours. Always is yours. This is a museum of your life. And this is not a place to see the past as a painful place. This is a place to see a past of sacred process and wisdom of liberty, yeah. of victory. Liberty, victory, and, and expansion and, and freedom too. I mean, your life, your art has become like your, your message too. It's, it's like a, a wordless message and people can see your art in some ways like your, your own symbolism and get the translation of it, of like, you know, the, the meaning behind it, all the effort that's gone into it and, and its own expression of possibility for themselves in their own life. I'm gonna show you my new logo. Oh, exciting. This is my new logo. Ah, beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, you'll, you'll have to send me. I'll, I'll add that to the uh, show notes because um, most of the time this is just an audible uh, one. But that's that's beautiful. It's a blue. It's a blue rooster. Yeah. Um, it's a symbol of revolution, of the victory of light, and it's the first voice you hear when you wake up. <laughs> I love that.
I love that. The first voice you hear when you wake up. Well, you know, we we have gone, poof, I, I, I think like an hour. And so, you know, I, I know people have things to do. And of course, some people are hanging on and say, speak longer. So maybe there'll be a part two. But I, I do want to um, give you an opportunity to tell people how to contact you and maybe tell us how to navigate the language. Because, you know, you're in Panama and like you... Uh, I'd say outside of this one conversation, you know, most of what you're doing are in English and, and I'll give you feedback. Your English is superb. So any English speaker that would work with you, they're going to understand you completely. So thank you, Dominic. Yeah. So, uh, yesterday, yesterday I did an instant said like uh, for my English speaking people, I finally, finally decided to create, start creating content in English. So that is also part of this new phase of the Niño Viejo. Yeah, good, good. So how, how can both like Spanish-speaking people and English-speaking people reach you and, and interact with you? Well, well to, in, the, in, the, in the most, uh, pro, pro, with the most proximity, my Instagram is where, they're, where they're, I can, they can write to me. I, 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 if there are English-speaking people, I can uh, speak to them and, and have... Uh, a call if they if they want um, so I can show them what I'm offering and, and if I can help them. I will be creating more uh, channels of communication in English in, and in Spanish. And I will, creating, will be creating programs in English also. So it, it's really, it, it's a really uh, beautiful opportunity for expansion. And I'm really um, um, emotional uh, and happy for it. Uh, yeah, it sounds like sounds like beautiful work, and love the focus. Like you said, the clarity, thinking in masculine, and feminine, and I know um, the world will be very welcoming as you expand to, to other places. So um, people can reach you, you know, direct message, uh, Instagram, El Nino Viejo. And um, I just really want to thank you for, for joining this podcast and, and sharing yourself and sharing your work with us. Okay, perfect. The episode is over and Juan Pablo Carrizo wanted to give a special message to his Spanish speaking audience. Here it is. Y para enviarle un mensaje a toda la gente que, que habla español, esta ha sido una conversación muy bonita que he tenido con mi amigo Dominic y que vamos a seguir compartiendo y trabajando y vamos a ver qué proyectos maravillosos pueden surgir de esto así que sigan de cerca el podcast de Healerology para que puedan entrarse a más cosas y que puedan seguir también practicando y entendiendo en, en otros idiomas entonces muchísimas gracias a todos por estar aquí, por estar presentes y por disfrutar de, este, de esta bella conversación I hope you enjoyed this episode of Healerology This podcast exists to make your life better. Before you go, I want to bring your attention to my four-week one-on-one coaching program. This program is for women who need dating results that are different and better than the ones they're getting. Let me help you with all of my tools of self-development, spirituality, and hundreds of client engagements to transform you into a woman that dates with confidence and joy and easily attracts the partner that is perfect for you. Dating can be fun, and you can be successful at it every time. To learn more, 
go to my Instagram at innerpeaceadvisor and click the link in my bio or just DM me. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the Healerology Podcast. I greatly appreciate your time and presence. Please make sure you're subscribed to this show. Until next time, stay healthy and go within.